Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw. And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally, with a global perspective, and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way. Covering bicycles, trains and transit, adventures and life hacks, and today... Summer vacation. Summer vacation. Summer vacations for all of us. Nice. Except for maybe one of us. I'm well, sorry, Guthrie. that's okay. We just won't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm taking a two-day summer vacation next week. There you go. Good it's job. Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we've got Noah and Hillary in the studio this evening. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for joining. Thanks for having us. We're excited. And um, we already know, but where do you hail from, and what are you doing here in town? <laughs> we, we hail from uh, the uh, great place, uh, the city of Chicago, Illinois. Um, actually, from the suburbs of Chicago, Illinois, Niles, Illinois, nice. to be exact. Awesome. Yep. And you're here in town this week, checking out Portland as a destination. Yeah, uh, I'm turning 40 this summer, so uh, uh, my wife kind of uh, is treating me to a uh, little celebration. So Awesome. Yeah. And then on the 24th, we'll celebrate our 12-year wedding anniversary. Oh, nice. wow. So Congratulations. A week of celebrations. Yeah. Yes. Yay. Excellent. Well, we'll get into that. Um, so happy to have you here in the studio and in Portland. And uh, hopefully it's been a good time. It's been awesome. Okay. Good. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you, don't, you can lie to us. It's all right. Um, <laughs> so, but before we get into that, <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> how was your week? Uh, action-packed, actually. Yeah. Uh, a lot going on. Yeah, I just returned from Tulsa yesterday. Oh, oh yes, yeah, it was just yesterday. You had uh, airline stories. It sounded like I have airline stories. Um, Do tell. Got to Portland Airport at five p.m. or a.m. a.m. Okay, so like <laughs> this you were, is you're off. Sorry, work, on, but the you're also like on the on way work. out. Okay, on the way out. Um, this was the sixteenth. Okay. What what is today? Today's the twentieth. Yeah. Yes, the sixteenth, maybe the fifteenth. I don't know. That's they what they all kind of run together, man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, got there at five. This is this is like the standby life. You know, you you may make this flight. Mm-hmm. You may not get on this flight. We did not get on the first flight. No. We did not get on the second flight. Double no. So we ended up paying for a flight. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, which it's okay. That's, that's fine. Um, we didn't get on a flight till I think it was 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe it was nine, but still Mm -hmm. being at the airport from 5am to nine. Yep. It's a little, and he, yeah, not so great, but here's the, here's the thing is you think like, oh, just relax, have some coffee Mm -hmm. You know, get some breakfast, the airport restaurants, see the airport. And Portland Airport is pretty cool yeah. as far as airport co- airports go. But when you're flying standby, all that anxiety of like, mm. am I going to get on or am I not going to get on? You're on alert. Yeah, yeah. You don't feel hunger at all oh. <laughs> or thirst or anything oh, no. other than anxiety. <laughs> and you can't like listen to a podcast or read a book because you might miss your call. Exactly. Someone might call my name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, even the, the flight that we paid for was still overbooked and we didn't pay for like a, a ticket proper. It's like sort of paying for a higher priority mm. of standby. That's so interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
this is like more inside baseball probably than than anyone should hey, care to know air, air, the way airlines <laughs> work is weird i feel like pulling the curtain back on that is just fine. <laughs> is, is fine okay <laughs> hey travel hacking's a thing why can't we talk about it okay yeah yeah why can't we talk about it um but even then it was still like we may not get on mm-hmm. you know in that case like they refund the money that you pay it's not like you pay for this money and then you know you don't get on or whatever gotcha um well, that's nice but the last flight or the flight that we got on the last flight we listed for was a south southwest flight and i didn't know this this was like the first time i've flown southwest apparently uh they don't have assigned seats mm-hmm. it's just you get on and it's i don't want to say free for all but it's kind of a free for all <laughs> it's like getting on the city bus is there a first class on southwest there's um i don't know what they would call it but like I guess Group A, there's a group mm. that they call first, okay, who sort of has first choice of seats, but that doesn't necessarily denote first class. I gotcha. guess, I guess by default do. it becomes first class. But you can like pay to get on earlier. I yeah, think. yeah. Some people do that if they're concerned about getting, huh? Interesting. Their yeah, bags up on on time. So. Yeah. I think so, I did that once because I was carrying a guitar on with me, and I was uh, like, "There's no way I'm checking this guitar." You know, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So Anna and I didn't get a seat next to each other. We were like kind of diagonal from each other. And that's weird because I'm not going to not talk to her mm-hmm. <laughs> throughout the flight. <laughs> is it? Is it, I guess, common etiquette? I feel like if you're like a Southwest flyer that there might be that like unwritten rule of, yeah, it's not a rule, but the common courtesy is like, hey, do you mind if we like switch? I, I'm sure there is that. Okay. Um, I mean, some people are into it. Other people are like, hell no. Being being a standby flyer and still being kind of new to that whole mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. Uh, and also n- knowing that standby flyers often get put on the news mm-hmm. when something goes wrong, yeah, uh, because you know it's like they're representing an airline or yeah. whatever, and there's like you a know, dress code, and you have to you have to look smart while you get on. Yeah, it, that's that's true. That's <laughs> it's not shit at all. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I could never fly standby. But that's that's uh, it's a real thing that I that I carry with me on the plane. Is like I really don't want to get on the news. Yeah. Like, well, speaking of, there so was almost. I'm not going to ask anybody to move for me uh, if they if they feel okay. so inclined as gotcha. I'm going. Like everything okay over there. Anna, everything all right? Nice. Oh, you all right? Okay, you're okay? Keeping it great, Portland great, style. Great, cool. All right. Do you want my sandwich? No? No? Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was never like anything that bad, but, you know. Oh. There was, um... <laughs> Too bad you can't, like, walkie-talkies on the plane. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, that I guess that would bad. be, like, FAA interference or something. You so. can you can on, um, on some flights message other, other passengers that sort of opt okay. in, and so we talked a little bit that way yeah that makes me think of airdrop as it's been on the news oh yeah (laughs) but probably won't let's not talk about that okay Um, (laughs) the uh you you did say that there was almost like uh so you you almost didn't make it to your destination in the first place because there was also almost another touchdown event or something like that it sounded oh yeah we we ran into some weather and so we flew to houston and then to tulsa okay and uh as soon as we landed in houston all the flights to Dallas were canceled. Gotcha. And again, Southwest being Southwest, and I'm, I'm not saying this to like denigrate them. It's just sort of the nature of the beast. Um, so they have flights that land in one place, but 
that same flight, like you may be on that plane, kind of like a, a city bus, mm-hmm. like you may be stopping here, but your destination is further along that line on that same bus mm-hmm. or on the same mm-hmm. plane. So there were people on, oh, I see. on the plane that like were going to Dallas, but now all of a sudden have to deplane and they were, you know, originally planning on sticking around. Gotcha. Um, yeah, we got to Houston, just storms all over the place. It, it started like it went from, from kind of a dusk to almost nighttime hmm. and it's not because of the sunset. It yeah. was like cloud cover Ooh, all of a sudden. I like those storms. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, it's cool to watch. Yep. Yep. Not so cool when your flight's grounded. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but we we made it because we were going to Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because of that, yeah, there was a lot of unhappy people. Gotcha. There was one guy at the gate that we were at that was just way overworked, going well beyond his uh, job description mm. to make sure some of these people were getting flights out. Gotcha. You know, they may not they may not necessarily be going to Dallas. But their flight originally was going to Dallas, so they had to, you know, reroute all these hmm. people. Um, so William of Southwest over there in Houston, good job. Went well beyond. Well done, William. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like I don't I don't fly too often, so when I do, I try to build an extra day in. And when there's delays, that's a smart. That's move. I'm like happy about that because I am always the first person to be like yes please delay me and i would love a free ticket to somewhere that you fly right right because i don't do this very often and i'll I'll happily take it but uh unfortunately that didn't happen the last time i flew so (laughs) so it goes that's all right uh well we didn't only do plane things this week we also did bike things we did bike things that we did i was on a bike share bike oh yeah this week yeah in tulsa they have a pretty decent bike share program that's right um called this machine which I believe is a Woody Guthrie reference. Uh, so I, that's cool. That sounds pretty safe bet <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. I was also at the Woody Guthrie Museum, did which is am- amazing. Um, I would like to think I did. Okay. Uh, on cool. my river ride. You <laughs> <Nice>. know, <laughs> Like the, the tourism board uh, postcard for Tulsa is like, uh, ride your machine, kill fascists. Right. <laughs> like people on the waterfront. It's, it's interesting because it's still Oklahoma. Okay. You know, it's still very much a red state. Uh, and not to get like too uh, polarizing or or like one side or another kind of thing, like, but there is that that appreciation for Woody Guthrie and all of that sort of what would today be described as like socialist thinking, mm-hmm. but really back then it was just like standing up for working people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. We also yeah. um we also did a podcast ride. We did do a podcast ride. I'm pretty sure that was this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it was technically last week. It was a Friday. Oh, I yeah, believe. that's right. Yeah. Well, post but, our last episode. But, yeah, how did you think it went? Um, I thought it went pretty well, considering that we, like, thought about it and planned it for six months, yet threw it together pretty much an hour before. It went quite swimmingly. <laughs> <laughs> um, We hadn't, like, it's hard to know, because for that one, we weren't sure who was going to show up. So when it hit the time of the ride actually starting, we had three people and I was like, sweet, 
this is our three people that we have for the ride, figuring that only three people would right, show up. Right, yeah, and, <laughs> and that that would have been cool too. <laughs> oh, totally, and it was cool. And then people just kind of kept trickling in, so we kind of got it kicked off, uh, did about half an hour of recording, maybe 45 minutes between Tim, ourselves, and uh, Kat from the Joyride podcast. And Chris from Go Dig a Hole. And Chris from Go Dig a Hole. Um, and then we went off, and I, I think the biggest thing with the ride was that like expectation management where back in like november when you think that there's going to be three people on it it seems like a really good idea to ride from where our studio is located to irvington park yeah and then you get like 35 people lined up behind you and you realize that that's a two-minute ride so for for waiting <laughs> for in a 35 park... people yeah, yeah. Waiting. <laughs> for waiting, waiting in the parking lot for 45 minutes to ride two minutes to stop yeah. again didn't feel right so i kept going well it's worth noting we weren't just like waiting and hanging out for 45 minutes oh like, no. we had people in the studio yeah, yeah. recording correct and, and talking with us i didn't yeah. mean to give the impression we were kicking our our feet uh yeah yes we were we were absolutely doing things the airstream studio is only so big so i think we set a record of i don't know we got like 13 or 14 people here at the very easily yeah easily inside yeah. the studio itself fun was had uh but we only have four microphones so when you have that many people you've got to yeah uh, we had to rotate in lengthen that process yeah. lately <laughs> <laughs> yeah what was your favorite part uh my favorite part was the ending okay oh man that would have been like cool <laughs> and dramatic and well-timed do we have a bottle opener this isn't a twist <laughs> <laughs> oh loganitas <laughs> wait what was wait, your favorite part yeah, aaron let's try that again uh, my favorite part was the ending. <laughs> I'm getting mine. You got to make that noise with your mouth. <laughs> oh, she's got. We're good. Thanks. Hillary on the bottle opener. All right. Thanks, Hillary. Yes. <laughs> At the beer mongers on Southeast Division. <laughs> <laughs> And I discovered that Lagunitas makes a hop soda. That stuff's and good. Yes, it yeah, is. It's really good. I I was lamenting for a while the fact that I like hops, but I don't drink alcohol. Uh-huh. And now I've got I've got my vehicle. Nice. My band played a gig at the Lagunitas uh, Brewery in Chicago maybe like a month ago or mm-hmm. something. And then uh, one of my friends, who, he was like taking a month off. Um, he was drinking that, and, and I tried it, and it was, it was, it was good. Yes. So. Yeah, I, it's definitely not like a non-alcoholic beer, um, which has that sort of yeasty uh-huh. mm, taste mm. to it, even though it does say it has yeast in it. Um, but it's, it's well balanced. It's, it tastes like what tastes it more like a hop soda. Described. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Nice. Well, Hoppy and refreshing. I know what I'm going to try next week. Um, I am having a fermented, ferment brewing company, Assam Kombucha. Which is very tasty. What are you having over there? Uh, I am having a uh, let's see, town series. I think it's by Three Magnets Brewing Company. Keep it like Vic Secret. And that's a uh, reference to one of my favorite bands. Okay. Uh, Built to Spill, one of their albums. It looks almost mm. the, so. I shopped like Guthrie. And I shopped by label. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, that looks like a Built to Spill album. And it sort of is a reference to that. Yeah. Nice. I shopped the same way. <laughs> <laughs> if it looks good, I got to try it. For lack of finding a better way, 
it's a fun way to go. <laughs> uh, what do you have in Hillary? I've got a Zeugelhaus uh, German-style wheat ale. Nice. And we were talking just before the show. There is something you can do to German-style ales <laughs> that make them extra tasty. Yeah, hit them against the mic stand. Yeah. <laughs> Traditional, <laughs> yeah. No, when I was in Germany visiting um, a good friend of mine, we stopped at a bar and they put uh, banana juice in the Weiss beer, nice. which was amazing. Yeah, that sounds so much up my alley. It's not even funny. <laughs> um, I need to find a place to buy banana juice in Portland now. Uh, well, thank you to the beer mongers for our wonderful beverages. We'll continue to imbibe. Yes. Cheers. 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 Yeah. There we go. That was the sound of me reaching to cheers. Um, well, yeah, it was a good ride. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I was in... It's it's when you don't lead tours for a long time. Like I felt like I was going slow, and then I was like, "Slower! You need to go slower." No. <laughs> so I oh, we were going maybe we were like right. eight or nine miles an hour, but it was it was wonderfully ironic because Tim was just asking about the ride up at the front, and he was as, uh, asking about like the different factors and considerations, and I was like, "Yeah, you just try to go as slow as you can," and then like right at that moment, everybody was like, "Slow down, <laughs> stop!" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, I thought I was doing that." Um, but yeah, we, we caught a regroup there and, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. That was, that was a very mellow ride and it's always fun to hang out in lad circle and do a circle around lads. Yes. That's like yes. my rule of thumb. You cannot actually ride through lad circle without doing a full circle. You have circle. to do a lap. Even I if mean, you don't even have if, to, no, you have but to. you, you kind of have rules. to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you folks been down to lads yet? We did. We did. Yes. Nice. Nice. Yep. We, we saw uh, the start of the Pee Wee Herman ride. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh, no we kidding. wanted to do yeah. that, but uh, I don't know. I just timing wasn't right. So, okay. but I saw one dude come by. He was playing the. Uh, he had tequila going on his uh, on his on his speaker, and he and he had a little bow tie, and and, nice. I, and I was like, Pee Wee Herman. He's like, Yep. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't know whether I think they were. I guess they were gonna like watch the movie in some yes. park or something like yep. that. So yeah, it sounded. I mean, I've seen that was one of those movies growing up that. I think I wore out the VHS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen it so many times. Nice. Uh-oh, something fell out. Oh, it's all good. Oh. Just a picture frame there. Oh, that's yeah. okay. I think it's all right. Okay. Um, have you... So you, you brought or you have bikes with you. Have you... We picked an Airbnb based on the fact that they had bikes for us to use. Hey. So when yeah. we narrowed down the criteria. Mm-hmm. So they have bikes and helmets and bike lights and everything. Yeah. And I really like them. Uh, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I, I kind of... I really don't like to ride with a, a backpack. Uh-huh. Um, I prefer like a pannier or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I actually, I almost, I almost packed a rear rack in my suitcase just nice. in case. <laughs> uh, and I didn't, I thought, no, this is overkill, you know? Um, so I just, I got this little backpack and I was just, you know, kind of decided, oh, I'm just going to have, you know, suck it up and deal with it and ride with the, the backpack. But they came, one of the bikes came with a front uh, basket. So mm. I was like, great, this is awesome. So, mm-hmm. and I actually like the bike, uh, those public bikes. So, and it's a single speed, which I'm not really used to, but um, it was fine. It was just like the right, right amount for me. So nice. Yeah. And Portland, I mean, definitely has its hills, but if you know which way about them to go, I feel like they're short hills uh, at the very worst. Yeah. I mean, Google Maps has done a great job. I mean, I don't know if it senses that, but. Um, I thought, for the most part, it did a great job of kind of evening out the ups right, and downs huh? oh. pretty well. So, 
there were only actually I think the most of the really steep hills I felt like we were going down more yeah. than, more than mm-hmm. up so there were only a couple that were yeah if you're generally going south you're gonna go more downhill than yeah than but then on our hill. trips on a couple trips back north um I haven't noticed it was too bad. So. Oh, mm-hmm. good. No, I think it was more winding to make you not have to go straight up. Yeah, it was, yeah, it yeah. was winding. So. Gotcha. Which I didn't mind because we saw cool neighborhoods and stuff like that. So. Yeah. So what have you been up to this week? Um, and for our listeners catching up, you had emailed us back uh, a couple months ago at least. Yeah, February, March, yeah. something like that. And yeah. it sounds like Aaron delivered the goods on what to do <laughs> in town. Yeah, I may have had a little too much caffeine that day. I don't know. Well, it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're sitting here right <laughs> sure. now. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, well, we. Um, yeah, I, I emailed and I was just sort of like, "Hey, first of all, like, if you think I'm a total weirdo that you, you know, just that you don't know, just feel free not to, you know, to ignore me, and that's fine." And then I got an email back, and yeah, it was it had a bunch of cool suggestions and things. Um, so yeah, we flew in on Tuesday and we uh, hit up some some restaurant got a burger it was really had some really good brussels sprouts they were really mm-hmm. really good and then we rode down to the beer mongers nice. yep and we we visited <laughs> we visited the landmarks that we that i hear about on your, <laughs> on your show so um oh yeah th- so we we hit lad's circle warming my heart and we did do i, I did do the the lap around because i was like i have to do that so um did the beer mongers and then the next day we got up early and went to Multnomah Falls. Okay. Yep. How was that? It was great. That was back open. I think they said it opened in November after the fire yeah, stuff. Last so we climbed to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a that was a great. Oh, hike. so the the hike up to the top yeah. is open now. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I feel like I've got to get another trip out there. The last yeah. time uh, that I was in that direction, they had only had it open to the first bridge still. So. Okay. Yeah. They're just slowly working away at it. It sounds like, like the main bridge that's in all the pictures. Correct. And yeah. 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 We got there really early because Aaron had said in the email um, that it gets really crowded, especially on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, we're not going to do it on the weekend." So, and then if we do it during the week, then we'll we'll do it early. And it was actually really good. We got the first bus out there, mm-hmm. and there weren't that many people there. Um, on the way back down, there were a lot more people. Gotcha. We missed the bus by. Two minutes getting back, so we had to wait. I mean, like we an saw hour it drive half. away. Yeah, we saw. Oh. We're, we're like running to the bus, and it's yeah. just it's it's like, so no, frustrating. You know. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. I, I kind of didn't didn't want to. It was one of those things where if we stayed, we would have had to eat lunch there. Which mm-hmm. eating lunch at like a touristy place, I, I really don't want to do that. You know, right, mm-hmm. right. I would have rather gotten back into town and, and had more choices. But actually, the 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 food at the lodge was not that bad. So, okay, that's pretty good. Um, that's good. It was good, and we just kind of relaxed, and we're like, you know. Took another little walk. Then... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, came back. Um, we've had two pizzas so far. We went to, what was the You've first You've been one? here for how many days? Since This Tuesday. is our third night. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. a good ratio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Three days, two pizzas. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. so, I mean, pizza is one of those things that, like, if you don't finish the whole thing, it's very reheatable. Yes. You know? I mean, not all food. Or not. You can just or, eat yeah. it. Yeah. Well, room yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, there's, there are certain <laughs> foods that I don't like leftovers you know and pizza is not one of them right so, right know. on um and yeah. then today we got up and rode downtown yeah we did a bunch of downtown things that i wanted to do so growing up um skateboarding you know i've seen the burnside skate park and like mm-hmm. you know all these videos and so we just we checked that out um we did uh powell's mm-hmm. we did um the little park oh yeah the world's smallest park oh, yeah. the mills park down on nato Mm-hmm. And walk by the river, ground control, the uh, arcade mm-hmm. where I played a 
30 minutes, no joke, worth of pinball. Nice. Um, which, uh, <laughs> because he's that good. They just gave him so many or, or No, it machine? was all in one machine. So oh, okay. they had this, it was like, you know, it was one credit for 50 cents mm-hmm. or something like. Or five or six five credits for, for $2. Yeah, for $2. And I, I kind of was thinking like one credit would be like one ball, like, you know. Oh, gotcha. So I was like, well, that's going to go really fast. So I'll just put $2 in and then, you know. But it's actually you get three balls for you know, so I, and then I kept I don't know I had Got this one bonuses. round where I just yeah. kept you know, and all of a sudden there were like three balls going at the same time, and this mm-hmm. you know yeah. I was like whoa I've never seen a game <laughs> nice. like this before. Um, so actually I, I I actually got kind of burnt out of playing pinball, but oh, by, okay. by the end of that <laughs> I was like we need to leave this room, you know. Um, and then we went to the Peculiarium, mm-hmm. which uh, I had read about somewhere I don't remember. Um, that was a pretty cool place. I'd recommend. Um, and then hit up the barbecue place on the way back. The People's Pig. People's Pig. Excellent barbecue. Um, she oh. took a nap. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, and you did the ride last night. Oh, yeah. We 70s. did the 70s at 7. I just remember there were like three 70s things. It's like the 70s ride uh, through the 70s, like the 70s streets, you know. Okay. Um, uh, I think it started at 707. Actually started like ten minutes after that, but you know, I think the intent that's was that's pretty good for pedal plus in time. <laughs> right? Well, I, I think I that's, think the ride well I think the ride leader had somebody important that was coming that he was waiting for. So, gotcha. You know, um, which All was, right, it, it was Bob's a great here. Ride. We can go. It was a great ride. I met met a bunch of uh, nice nice folks and nice. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Has uh, the experience thus far? You were talking about uh, the ease of finding food that was tasty to eat. Sounds like it's generally speaking uh, met your expectations everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and I feel like Chicago is the same way. Um, it's just we we don't live in Chicago now. I mean, I did when I was in college, but you know, it it's like every corner there's something u- unique and and different. And yeah, it was great. I mean, I usually find my stuff on Google Maps. I just kind of you know. I'm really into Google Maps and Google Earth, <laughs> and I, I spend a lot of time wasting time just zooming in on places, and then I'll say, "Oh, that that looks good." And I'll click on the link and then look at the pictures, and yeah, I want to eat that. So nice. Um, yeah. What do you have planned for the rest of the week? Well, uh, tomorrow, uh, so I have a good friend of mine growing up um, that n- lives in Bellingham, Washington now, and so tomorrow we're gonna—I don't think we have to leave until like noon or something like that. So we're gonna drive up there, uh, spend a couple nights with him. And uh, on the way back home, we're going to hit Mount Rainier National Park. Oh, nice. So there's a hike called the Skyline Trail. I think it's like a five-mile, five-ish mile loop hike. Um, looks like something I want to do. Right on. Uh, hopefully there's not too much snow up there. Um, actually, I actually brought some crampons just in oh, case. Oh, nice. Well, that's cool. I'm kind of an over-preparer, yeah, so I threw, threw a bunch of, <laughs> yes. bunch of stuff in the suitcase. And, and yeah, we'll see if, if we need them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, just the just the air in places like that when you breathe it, it's like wow, this is you know yeah you feel it's so much more alive. Yeah. yeah, it's it's nice. So we'll hit that on the way back, and then we we got another Airbnb um, by Mount Rainier. By R- Mount Rainier, it's got like a outdoor hot tub and everything, and you know so it seems relaxing. Mm-hmm. So and then uh, one more night in Portland on Monday. On Monday, yeah. Yep. So and then that's we fly our Tuesday. our anniversary, twelve years. Nice. Right? Right? Yep, okay, yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to get caught. <laughs> the sidelong glance. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's on the 24th, and uh, we're staying somewhere downtown, right? Yeah, in a hotel. Um, 
and then we'll fly back home. So nice. And then uh, our older daughter is going to Harp Camp in Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, I'm taking her there. Our girls are polar opposites. So then our five-year-old is going to the International Juggling Festival oh, with Dad. That's amazing. <laughs> is so. that in Chicago? Is it uh, in it's in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So, okay. Yeah. Um, when I was a kid in you know sixth grade, I, I was a unicycler. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a friend yeah. of mine. What? You unicycle also? Hell okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Awesome. I love unicycles. <laughs> I do as well. Uh, so my mom bought me a unicycle. My mom likes to buy me weird things for birthdays and you know holidays and things like that that i that i don't expect so she bought me a unicycle this one year for christmas and um i got just on a lark yeah well i mean and i got made fun of a lot i mean middle school you know i mean it's like the worst time anything (laughs) anything that makes you stand out yes exactly anything that makes you stand out they will (laughs) latch on to that and and i know now i mean now i'm a middle school teacher and i see this like my (laughs) my students you know (laughs) Um, you, you see but, it coming. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so the so this other guy um, who I'm, I still talk to, he he's actually going on the trip. He um he he was a juggler, and so he taught me how to juggle, and I taught him how to ride the unicycle. And nice. So I've been to about three festivals in my life. Um, it was when I was younger, um, but I haven't been in a while. So and it's so close to home. Usually they're in like you know um, Las Vegas or. Fargo, North Dakota, or one was in Burlington, Vermont, and so oh wow, they're hard to yeah. get to, but yeah. it's it's great. It's like a week week long, and just people doing all kinds of crazy tricks, and mm-hmm. so I'm gonna take my daughter there and nice. check it out. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. There is a young woman uh, at the Multnomah County Bike Fair that just happened. She was on a walking globe. Oh, those are and, cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I figure you know what those what that was, and she played accordion. For everybody, ah. while on the walking globe. Nice. Yeah, it was really cool. Like a, it's like a one man band thing, <laughs> one man trick show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was really cool. Nice. Cor- Corey Pool's kid. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I I knew who you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as your cycling here in town goes, so you're talking about the Chicago suburbs. What is it like riding at home, and what is it like riding here? Is there anything that surprised you or um, sort of struck out to you? Um. Well. Uh, Riding at home, there are way less cyclists than I mean. Here, I, I feel like you know, on, you'll you'll be between like riding down one block. So we were talking just a little bit ago about cycling experiences and okay. your experience biking at home versus Portland uh, and, and sort of what have you noticed? Um, where was I? We, I mean, the, it's just rider friendly. I mean, riding in the Chicago suburbs. Yeah, the suburbs. Okay, the suburbs are. The suburbs are way different than the city. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say, and some of my friends might not agree with me, but. Chicago, especially in the last five years, has gotten a lot more bike friendly. I mean, there's 
I feel like most of the major arteries in town, and it's a grid. Chicago is like a grid. I mean, I guess Portland's kind of a grid, too, right? It's For the like, most part. It's like a relaxed grid. Yeah, okay. You know? <laughs> I like, like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we got a grid, but you know, we can't always do that that yeah. way. I mean, yeah. Chicago is very much a grid, but oh, yeah, with a few yeah. um, diagonals here and there. And I, I would say most of the major routes have bike lanes now. Um, downtown, there's a lot more stuff than, you know, um, but, but even on, I mean, everywhere there, there, there are bike lanes and I feel like the traffic is mellow enough. It's, it's pretty easy going in the suburbs. It's a lot different. Mm-hmm. So, um, the suburb that we live in Niles, I don't feel like this is much in Niles. Park Ridge is the neighboring suburb and mm-hmm. there's, there's more stuff there, but yeah, I just noticed there's, uh, there are a lot more cyclists here than there are, um, back home. Um, like I'll see at least one on every block. I mean, sometimes we'll be riding and there'll be, you know, 10 people just with, you know, right after another who obviously don't know each other. They're not like riding in a group. They're just, they're all going the same direction. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's something I noticed. It's different. So nice. Um, so in terms of biking back at home, there's, uh, there's kind of like those, I guess, three, four categories of cyclists, the interested, but concerned, the fearless and, I'm going to forget the other category names right now, but uh, it, if you had like your comfort levels, have you found that generally speaking, it's been comfortable to kind of slip into it? Cause you mentioned the reliance on Google maps. And um, I found that for Portland, it's pretty good, but some cities I've tried to navigate for cycle routes on Google maps. Um, it like sticks me out on a freeway or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I've, uh, there are the occasional goof ups in Portland. Yet. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Portland so far has been great with Google maps. Cool. I mean, I find back home, Google maps will, you know, get me into some weird situations. Yeah. Um, I did a trip in Southern Illinois, um, with my daughter. This is like three years ago, something like that. She was, yeah. Um, where I, I had her on like a trailer kind of, it was a, um, a Weehoo, if you've seen those. Um, I don't think I have. They're like they're these little cool. trailers. They're like, they kind of ride recumbent style and they, they oh, cool. there's pedal on it so they can kind of sort of help out, you know? Oh, okay. Right um, like a, sort of like a tag along. It's like a tag along, but they're recumbent style, gotcha. so they could fall asleep if they oh, nice. you know wanted like to. An armrest, little sacks hey, yeah. stuff. You can put like <laughs> a, a, a little canopy over for the to protect them from the rain if you want. But, okay. So we have we actually have a double double one um, for the two girls. So they sit next to each other, behind each behind other, each yeah, other. behind oh. each other. So wow. and then sometimes I'll put a trailer behind that, and then I'll fill up the trailer with groceries. But gotcha. So I took the daughter down to Southern Illinois um, to do a little loop because it's it's pretty scenic down there. It's a lot different than up north, and uh, I use Google Maps for that. And there there were some pretty sketchy highway riding, you know, mm-hmm. with no shoulder. There were trucks were zooming by. Um, yeah, so Google Maps is you got to kind of. <laughs> Take it for what it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like that, that scene in the office where Dwight and Michael are driving into a lake and he's like, but it says turn right. <laughs> no, Michael, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Avoid, avoid those situations, ideally. <laughs> I think it's funny, though, when it... But sometimes Google Maps will, will take you through, um, I don't know, it, some cool places. You know, it'll take mm-hmm. you through like an alley that you, you know, didn't yeah. expect it to. And it's, and I, you know, I, I kind of question, well, how do you even know that this alley is there? You know? So. Gotcha. But yeah. Nice. Um, what you. got you into biking? So I am not a biker. No. <laughs> you I... need to tell all about this. <laughs> we are totally opposite yeah. in our interests. So. So I think the last time I rode a bike 
was maybe two years ago, besides this trip where mm-hmm. I've been writing every day. Um, yeah, so it's not... It's and totally loving it, right? Loving every minute. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, but Noah's the cyclist and has done lots of different trips, but yeah, I, I'm happy to drive and meet him wherever. And that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. How have, So you've been, be honest, you've been liking cycling in Portland so um, far? Or? Yeah, mo- I mean, most of the trips are fine. Yeah. I mean, I obviously have not done it, so... Yeah. By the end of a trip, I'm like, oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine also having not cycled much, a single speed would uh, yeah. would be a little much for you. It's kind of like jumping yeah. in the deep end of the right. pool again. Yeah. Three days, right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew that coming out because so this is Noah's trip. But, but yeah. So, and I, I mean, when we go on a ride as a family every once in a blue moon, like he goes with the girls all the time. Mm-hmm. He takes them both on the Wii Who. I don't right. do any of that. <laughs> I just worry about myself. But. I mean, for me, it was, I think it was like five years ago. I had always wanted to commute by bike um, and just never did. And um, so it was spring break. And then at the end of spring break, you know, it's that race to the finish of the school year. And uh, I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna bike to work. And so I didn't – we actually – I think I had a hybrid at the time, which I still have. Um, and then I, I didn't know anything about what I wanted. So I got a, uh, a Trek um, – road bike and um and i still have that too and so i started riding um riding to work and i loved it and then that's kind of how i discovered um i also like camping so discovered the uh through the interwebs the the pedal shift uh Mm. podcast Mm -hmm. oh right on which is how i discovered this podcast so um did you participate in the who discovered who uh poll that went on last year i I heard about it and i just it was one of those things it was just a busy time yeah just curious yeah i thought that was interesting um yeah so uh yeah through that i've done probably three or four pretty big i mean big for me um bicycle camping trips you know mm-hmm. um, multiple day trips and really nice. enjoyed it and yeah. so it's just uh become part of life especially in the summer i mean having the summers off you know if there's you know because time is like i think you said something earlier like what date is it today i mean you know <laughs> yeah. for, for us teachers in the summer it's like oh we don't, you know, every day is the weekend so um yeah which is nice, especially when you're married to a teacher. Then yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Then you, yeah, yeah. You guys just Good do crossover. it up every summer. So I, I try to, um, <laughs> if if it's in the summer, if it's anywhere like less than three miles, I'm just like, why, why do I need to drive there? You know. So, um, I'll try to ride the bike. And well, and a couple summers ago, you rode from DC out to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I did that trail. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was, is the, that the the CNO and the uh-huh. Gap Trail? Okay. Yeah, yep. yeah. So Hillary has um her her twin sister lives in DC. So we made a family trip out of it. Oh, nice. Uh visited them and then I I rode the Gap and up uh, the the CNO and the Gap. And the pedal shift has a has a couple episodes about the yeah, Gap Trail. Yeah, he's he's all yeah, about the yeah. the CNO cuz yeah. he lives he lives there. Um so a lot of my information about that came from his show. Gotcha. Um and yeah, so I did it I did that alone. I think it took me 5 nights and uh got into Pittsburgh um my brother was living in Philadelphia at the time, so he met me out there, and we went to a baseball game there. And Hillary picked picked me up and drove back home. Nice. So. You uh, mentioned that you like to over prepare for things. I'm curious. <laughs> oh, yes. as, as relates to bicycle touring, uh, did you notice yourself doing the same? Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
Were you hammock camping at that point or no? I was not hammock camping. I was So that's I was changed tenting. a lot of how much yes. gear. So he mm. used to carry a tent with him. Now he carries a hammock to camp out. Wow. Yeah. That does pare down a lot. Which I'm still kind of, I don't know, because I was, so I still over-prepare. I'll, I'll bring, so now if I go hammocking, I'll bring some uh, some hiking poles, even if I'm on a bike, just because um, in the event that there are no trees, mm-hmm. you kind of <laughs> you have to pitch your your ham. You can do it on the ground, oh, kind of, you know, okay, mm-hmm. yes. where you use the the poles to kind of keep your ridge lined up. And yeah, okay. So I have not had to do that yet, um, but yeah, I'll bring like extra things, like extra tools, or you know, I don't know. I'll just bring. I'll weight myself down unnecessarily. I'm definitely not like an ultralight person just because I'd rather have that comfort of knowing, well, what if this happens, you know, and yeah. I need, need yeah. this. So, mm-hmm. and usually I don't. So actually I can't think of one time where, you know, something weird happened where, you know, I actually had to use the, the <laughs> yeah. random weird yeah. thing. Yeah. That I, you know. What it, I, I want to ask, like, what is like one random weird thing that you know, you're always going to take because of just in case. Just in case, I don't. Can you well, think of crampons anything? Crampons for this trip. Yeah, like, yeah. That was that. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. take your yeah. crampons bike touring? Uh, no. Well, part of this trip, we're gonna do a hike at Mount Rainier, and um, I don't know. I have. I mean, I. It's hard to tell what kind of snow is gonna be up there. Yeah. So, definitely. But you know, you read about stuff, and I think you know people do hikes like that in February, and you know. Yeah. And then you really need it. So. Yeah. But it's you know it's June, and so who knows? As far as like on the bike trips go. Um, I don't just probably like overkill on sleeping bag. You know, maybe I'll mm. bring my you know zero degree sleeping bag when it's only going to get down to like <laughs> fifty degrees. Yep. You know, what if there's a cold front that comes through? You know, oh, okay. so gotcha. Yeah. It's true. That's a good. That's a good if too. Yeah. So I like it. Um. So other than the CNO trail, you mentioned doing a couple trips in the past. Are there any bike trips in your future? future we might do one this summer so a friend of mine um well my best friend yeah. from growing up um her husband are both teachers as well and paul and noah have become quite good friends and two summers ago or last summer they rode from our house in niles just like on the north side of chicago all the way up to door county in wisconsin um and they're planning they're coming back to chicago so they might do another trip this summer yeah, we might we might just ride up to to Wisconsin somewhere. Usually, Honest. I tend I tend to kind of set a destination and then through Google Maps, mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll kind of research the route and find places to camp. Or you know, I mean, I've stayed in hotels before if I have to. Mm-hmm. Haven't gotten to the warm showers thing yet, so no. Um, it's something that I'd like to try at some point. So yeah, yeah, there I highly recommend it. You've you've tried it before? Oh, yeah. yeah, we we host here in town. Uh, yeah, and I've used warm showers or stayed with people a number of times uh uh yeah it's fantastic it's like couch surfing except you have one really like large thing in common when you show up uh-huh. uh and uh, tim and i were talking about this too because tim has not warm showers yet and that, i find that really surprising for as much as he travels by bike yeah i mean i yeah. think his reasons made a lot of sense to me like okay. he prefers to have more of that independent style of touring where you don't necessarily have to rely on that place at the end of the road. Um, and he's been getting into more sort of wild camping style as opposed to the warm shower style okay. as of recent. So, yeah, I mean, I think I there's, guess, I think yeah, there's a not, lot of ways to do it. Not be holding yourself mm-hmm. to having to be at a certain place at a certain time. Yeah. I mean, well, and whenever you're staying with somebody else, there 
is always that unwritten like i guess social uh construct of at least being like hi how are you hi how are you kind of deal uh and some days you know if you've just rode 80 miles and you just want to crash i can see that despite having cycling in common um it, it does depend on the host i think so we were talking about um one of my like pro tips for warm showers profiles is just be honest with like what kind of host you are or what you what you understand as somebody who brings or or lets people into your home and so on ours for example we say like hey if you come stay with us like i'll offer you a beer and we can hang out on the porch or you can just totally crash and ignore us like both are fine but i like like to state that ahead of time so that people know that if they're completely exhausted they don't need to like feel coerced into interaction that gives gives the person the freedom to say like exactly i'm too exhausted from the road i'm just gonna crash totally and it's you know uh someone who bike tours like I understand both sides of that. So sometimes you want to connect because you've been out on the road for a week or two and other times you just want to sleep and that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Highly recommend warm showers. Okay. Yeah. If not uh, as a rule, at least as an experience. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause it, it, at least in Illinois, Northern Illinois, there's not the kind of camping um, that there is out here. Um, the, the closest national forest is like five, six hours away. You mm-hmm. know, um, by so, car by car yeah. yes yes <laughs> so i mean from our house to get anywhere to i mean for me to go camping by car i will have to drive like an hour and 15 minutes at least, at least like an hour and 15 mm-hmm. minutes and pay like 30 dollars yeah uh, that's a slog to, to at a campsite that's right next you know like a stone's throw away from another you know yep somebody else camping so yeah you got to kind of go kind of far. So gotcha. um, planning trips in Illinois, especially um, in Southern Wisconsin takes some, takes some planning. So. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I feel like the show could not go towards a conclusion without asking because we're from <laughs> Chicago and because we have this conversation somewhat often. <laughs> oh yes. We talked about this before recording. Okay. What is your definition of a Chicago style hot dog? <laughs> okay. Uh, Vienna well, beef hot dog. Uh, not everybody from yeah. Chicago is a, a fan of uh, the Chicago style hot dog. So there, there are people in Chicago that will put the ketchup on the hot dog. <gasps> and uh, sacrilege. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the definition is: Let's see. Well, you've got the Vienna beef. It ha- has to be a v- Vienna beef dog. Um, you can't have any other brand. Not a Hebrew National. Nope. No. No. Oh, no. Uh, um, dear, no. Not Dear Frank's. What's the Nathan's. Nathan's is uh, the they have the green packaging, I think. Green, okay. Green and yellow. No, it has to be Vienna beef. Um it's a uh poppy seed bun. Uh on it. Uh mustard only. No no ketchup. Uh there is uh spicy brown or yellow? It is yellow, no spicy brown. Oh. I mean I, I do enjoy spicy brown, um but, <laughs> but not on a Chicago. But it's not not on a Chicago, it's definitely yellow. All right. So All right. there's uh there are usually two tomato slices. Um, some places will put like diced tomatoes, but I usually find that there are two, slice. t- two yeah. slices of tomatoes. There will be one pickle. There will be onions. Uh, very almost a pickle spear, right? A pickle spear, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, like usually, like a quarter, of a, yeah, of mm-hmm. a pickle, kind of a thin pickle, a dill pickle, not one of those little um, yeah. wrinkly ones. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and there's that neon green relish. relish. I mean, it looks almost chemically you know um that's but it's how, good that's know? yeah i was gonna yeah. say that's how you know it's good that's how you know it's good and there's uh a shake of garlic salt 
Celery salt. Celery salt. Not garlic salt. It's okay. celery salt. Yep. And then two uh, sport peppers, hmm. which are, I don't know how, I don't exactly know what kind of peppers. They, they just call them sport peppers. Sport peppers. They're not really, they're spicy, but not like really, really spicy. Okay. Um, are they yellow? No, they look like skinny are... banana peppers. Yeah, like light oh. green. Uh, huh. Like pepperoncini? They kind of yeah, almost the same color. Okay. Of pe- they're the, almost the same color as pepperoncini. Okay. Pepperoncini. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing. I go back it. and forth. Yeah, because I hear it both ways. So I was trying that one out. That's actually the first time I've pronounced it that <laughs> you, way. You're probably right. So, <laughs> so I've I've totally not looked up the linguistic way I to pronounce that. I think pepper. it's pronounced panier. I think it is pronounced panier. <laughs> <laughs> is it? <laughs> is that official? <laughs> no. All right. And so you got the peppers. I th- I think I've yeah, I don't think I've missed salt. anything. Yeah. Okay. Um. It's just it's, lettuce. No lettuce. No. There's there are a couple like novelty places that will put lettuce on it. Okay. Um. Actually, you know, I mean, you really have to open up your mouth to fit that. You know, to to yeah, for it to go. It's there, like a yeah. you know, it's good. It's really good. I mean, going to going to the ball game, you won't necessarily get the Chicago style dog just because I think it's like impractical for a place that needs to whip up that many oh, hot yeah. dogs that fast. Gotcha. You know, you can get your your uh, onions and mustard, but so one might say it's not a hot dog; it's an experience. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, in Chicago, there are hundreds of hot dog stands that don't just have hot dogs; they'll have Italian beef and euros and um, burgers and and Polish sausages and and all those things as well. And you know, I mean, people will say that this place is better than the other, but they're all kind of the same. Okay, place, you know. Um, right on. And one place will have a better pizza puff than the other place, and you know each <laughs> each each place kind of has their own specialty. So gotcha. But yeah. Oh yeah, we didn't even touch on Chicago style pizza. This is true. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a whole different thing. Relatively close to where you're staying, and I don't recommend like spending your time on a meal there only because there's a lot of good food in town. Uh, but like I, I joke with Jane when we travel is like when you go to Philadelphia, you get the Philly cheese steak or New York. Yeah. Um, the joke is you go to Subway and you get a real Subway sandwich. Uh, but there's um, via Chicago is like the only thing cl- close to quote unquote Chicago style pizza that is advertised as such. I think in Portland. Yeah. To my I knowledge. I saw that on Google maps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's... So, it's definitely what, like deep dish. I don't know if it's Chicago style. In Alberta? Um, it is. Yeah, like 18th or 19th would be 20th. Oh, okay, further up than I thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, they have a tasty pizza. I wouldn't say it's out of this world, but uh, it, it's a nice slice. Yeah, deep dish is. I mean, people love it, but people eat um, thin crust in Chicago as well. Um, they do. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they do. Um, <laughs> I mean, personally, I, I like it all. Yeah. I mean, there's no. Um, as far as sometimes you can, if you get a, I think it's easier to eat a bad thin crust than it is a bad deep dish. Fair enough. Because it's a lot of dough, and if it's really dry dough, that I mean, it's just not. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. no yeah, go. if you have a thick crust, you can always dip it in something. You know, you got a thin crust. It's yeah. Just well, thin gross. crust. Yeah. 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 So. Right on. Um, <laughs> Wrigley Field. Yes. Oh. Better okay. with lights, or should they have never put lights on it? Um, you're talking, you're talking to a, to a White fan. Sox fan here, so. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to say it's a jump no matter what. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I will say. Man, he would be right. Oh, wait. Well, um, I'm not going to go there. So in Chicago, not everybody, but a lot of people in Chicago who are baseball fans are, you're either one or the other. Uh-huh. Not a lot okay. of people that, um, that uh, 
cheer for I, both I, teams. I, you know. I didn't think. I, I honestly wasn't trying to troll you. I didn't think. Like, <laughs> well, well, yeah, you got a Sox hat on. No, what, no. What, what was I thinking? And the last yeah. two days was the Crosstown Classic. The Cubs were playing. Oh the Sox. yeah, yeah. So they split the series. So, but they'll they'll do another two games. I usually they they spread them out over a week or so. I'm going um, to reveal some of my baseball um, not knowledge. The White Sox. Is it White Sox? White Sox. Yes. From which? Also, Chicago. Also Chicago. Yeah, also okay. Chicago. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the, the two teams. North, north side, side cool. and south side. And the Sox are on the south side. For the, our listeners who also didn't know, you're welcome. And uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, as far as your lights question goes, uh, that was, I mean, that was a long time. I it remember. Was long, it yeah. was like in the 80s, I think. Um, big, no, it was no, later it than that. that. It was, was got to be like yeah. 90s or early 2000s. The, yeah, the Ricketts wanted to put the new lights up. The new lights? No, the lights were on b- before yeah. the Ricketts family. Oh. Yeah, it was a big deal. The people around the neighborhood, um, still, the people who live in Wrigleyville, I mean, there are a lot of new people that live in Wrigleyville now, young people. Okay. But the, the people who have lived there are for a really long time, some people still complain about, you know, <laughs> the lights ruined the, the lights and all the yeah. in all there's i mean you know with the ballpark comes a lot of you know nightlife and things like oh, that yeah. and mm-hmm. you know to to which i say well what do you expect you live <laughs> next to a ballpark you know so um i just there's they have to limit the amount of night games they, they still do that whereas oh, yeah. other stadiums will have um mostly night games you know so that's why the cubs play a lot of day games because of of that the neighborhood thing so oh, gotcha but it's it's a beautiful stadium. It really is with the yeah. ivy and everything like that. It's just, uh, you know, it's not where the Sox play. It's not, it's, <laughs> it's not where the Sox play. So gorgeous stadium. Only one thing wrong with it. <laughs> cool. But they still have the troughs. So they have these uh, these big urinal troughs. That's like a big, almost like a swine trough. Um, oh yes. Mm-hmm. Have you have you been to Wrigley Field? I've not been no. to yeah. Wrigley Field. I've been by Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to Chicago a few times, uh, mostly just staying in my car. Okay, uh, like go there, watch some jazz band play, sleep in my car, go back to work the next day in Lansing, Michigan. Yeah, um, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I've been by Wrigley Field a few times. The first time I was there. Uh, someone pointed it out to me like, oh, there's Wrigley Field as we drive by. And I'm like, eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I do remember like the lights being so controversial when they first were being put in because it was like the last major league stadium that had yeah. all day games because of uh, that. Okay. Yeah. 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 And like, oh, this is the end of old time baseball, you know? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> when it's, I, I, I don't think they even had, I think they're, they're, their bullpen is still on the field. Um, so, oh yeah. I mean, they're in, they're in danger. Like when the pitchers are warming up, they're in danger of getting hit. Oh wow. By foul yeah, balls. Yeah. Cause they just, there's no, there's no room. So, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, the Ricketts family, they're definitely making, they've made a lot of improvements to the stadium and um, I, I haven't been there in forever. So I don't know what those look like. Yeah. But. <laughs> this is, this is gosh, going on 15 years ago. The last time I was in Chicago. Yeah. Like, yeah, so. it's changed a lot. That whole area is very, very different. So, right on. Well, thank you both for coming in. Yeah, thank we you. appreciate yes. it. Yeah. yeah, thanks. It's been and a blast. So, I hope you enjoy your stay here in our wonderful city. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 
and safe travels to Bellingham. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. We're looking forward that's to a it. Fun, that's a fun trip. It's a fun route. It's a cool town. Yeah. yeah. Um, would you like to hang out for our calendar and mail? Yeah. Yeah? Awesome. Sweet. And as always, you are encouraged to chime in. I love, I love, I love, I love don't don't ever use that. There's a familiar voice. <laughs> Yay! We should have tried to get him to do it live. Yeah, we totally forgot, didn't we? <laughs> I think he might be back from the coast. Oh yeah, he's already back on his way to DC though. Oh shoot! Yeah. Oh well. Well, Tim, safe safe flight to you. It was good to see you. Yes. Uh the second Thursday of every month, the Joyful Riders Club in Minneapolis. The second Friday of every month, the Boston Bike Party. The Boston, it's the Red Sox, Boston, right? Red Sox, is okay. Boston, yeah. Sweet, we're good. Uh, also, the second Friday of every month, the Indianapolis Bike Party. Also, also the second Friday of every month, the East Bay Bike Party. Last Friday of every month, the Baltimore Bike Party. The first Saturday of every month here in Portland is the Civil Unrest Ride. And second Sunday of every month right here in Portland, the Corvidae Bike Club Ride. Ca-ca-ca! June 23rd. That's coming up, the PDX Eastside Mural Ride. And also June 23rd, the Grilled by Bike 6 Ride. The 6th Grilled by Bike Ride. Grilled by Bike, number 6. VI. Uh, June 27th, Rocky Butte Sunset Dance Party and Picnic Ride. June 30th, the Mobile Bike Decoration Ride. July 20th, Gorge Pedal. Also, I'm going to add one more on June 20th is... Goodbye, Dr. Britt ride. For those of you in the Portland area, you might know who Dr. Britt is. She is moving to New Mexico to finish her actual doctorate, to become an actual doctor. Does that mean we get to call her doctor, Dr. Britt? Yes. Nice. (laughs) Well, we shall see. Uh, This is, sorry, this is a a farewell ride for her. Okay. Um, upcoming film by bike tour dates are Crested Butte, Colorado, June 27th, Dallas, Texas, June 29th, Detroit, Michigan, July 12th, Missoula, Montana, September 15th, Bendigo, Australia, October 4th, and Akron, Ohio, November 3rd. Keep it real, Akron. Keep it real. And now for... What can compare with the thrill of a brand new bike? I like my bike, it's fast. I like my bike, it's fast. I like my bike, it's fast. It circles around the city lights. Pedal just as fast as we can into the morning light. Pedal just as fast as we can into the daylight. Pedal just Hot off the interwebs, the Portland Bureau of Transportation has approved permits for two companies that plan to start offering the first e-scooter with e-scooters with seats in Portland starting today, as in earlier this week, as part of a one-year pilot program for shared electric scooters that started in April. California-based Razor has been permitted for 525 e-scooters, making Portland the ninth city where the company is operating, and Tacoma, Washington-based Shared has been permitted for 200 e-scooters, and the company's first offer of e-scooter service to the public. Yes, and this is... A sort of a bid for more accessibility for other mm-hmm. people. Um, I'd say it's working. I yeah. Have yeah. you seen Have you seen people using them? Oh yeah. Oh cool. Um, That's I great. I've almost seen. It feels like close to. I would call it maybe thirty or forty, sixty, seventy. Like it, almost half. Uh, I've seen have been the razors at this point. Nice. At least in terms of observation, there's one parked down from our house right now uh, that's been there for a <laughs> day. Right. Um, but it was nice to like walk by because I got to check it out. And um, 
I actually saw somebody with a cast on their leg riding one the other day. So I feel like as far as that goes, mission is getting accomplished. Hopefully they would not have been riding a stand-up scooter. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could. Otherwise. Gosh, if your foot uh, came off its platform, that would not be fun. (laughs) Yes. They they were like smiling as they went down William Street. It was pretty nice to see, actually. (laughs) Cool. In a related article from Bike Portland, um, sorry, Chloe U. Daly was quoted, uh, we prioritize accessibility in the second shared electric scooter pilot program and pleased to say that both Razor and Shared delivered with the seated e-scooters. It is still a significant amount of work to be done for equity and transportation, but the addition of the seated e-scooter to our local fleet opens this mode of transportation to many Portlanders. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really getting behind Chloe's... um, uh, leaning onto infrastructure for both uh, safety and accessibility. Yeah, definitely. These days, this is this is very encouraging. I want to I want to take one for a ride. They look they look pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. I think the basket up front is very useful. Mm-hmm. None of the other scooters have thought to put that on there. Definitely. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's almost like you could use it to do pretty much what you want to around town. Yeah. <laughs> well. You know, we don't have an e-scooter right outside here. Yet. <laughs> you know what's going on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what we do have? What have we got? We got mail. Hey, we got mail. And this week we've got mail from Chris Behrens with an S. Hey, just listened to the last episode and wanted to say thanks for the mention of my fundraiser and for the donation. Much appreciation, much appreciated. You guys rock. Signed, Chris Barron and Chris Barron. However, the third Chris Barron's kind of an asshole and didn't want to be included in any of this. <laughs> thanks, well, Chris, Chris, Chris. Too bad. I thank oh, all three of you anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, next one is from JJ Hissy. He says, biking the San Juans is a dream ride, and he loves all the bike paths. Mm -hmm. Nice. We didn't figure out if there were bike paths on all the islands or just one or two of them. Uh, We didn't didn't ask that question. Shoot. Well, we'll we'll just have to have them back on. Indeed. Just ask that one question. Or, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, that wraps up another wonderful episode. That's it. Anything you'd like to shout out to the home team before uh, we call it a wrap? I love you, Mom. Oh, <laughs> that's so nice. Shout out to Ramona and Neve, who are fast. Yeah, Ramona and Neve, our daughters. And I just want to say, uh, I really appreciate my wife uh, bringing, bringing me out here for this. Yeah, uh, good job. Yeah. Good pick. She, she's, she's awesome. So, uh-huh. And thanks to you guys for, for having us. Yeah, so, you're welcome. Happy 12th. Hey, thanks. Thank you. You ready for this? I think so. The Sprocket Podcast is produced at StreamPDX Community Audio Studio thanks to the generous support of Open Signal. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text to 503-847-9774. Twitter and the Instagrams at Sprocket Podcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Hurtbird for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to our sustaining donors, Shadowfoot, Katharina Mellengard. Wayne Norman, Eric Iverson. Cameron Lean, Richard Bozinski, Tim Moon. Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Eric Weiss, Todd Parker, Dan Gebhardt, who's a time traveler, Dave Knows, Chris Smith, Caleb Jenkins, and J.P. Cooley, Peanut Butter Jar, Matt, Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom, Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder, Anna, 
Andre Johnson, You're King of Division. For a tagline. Richard so. G. <laughs> <laughs> Guthrie Straw, who's sitting right next to me. Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of the Regreenery. Campsite. Mac Nurse David, Nathan Poulton. Chris Rawson, Rory in Michigan, Michael Flournoy. Jeremy Kitchen, David Belay, Tim Coleman. Harry Hugel, EJ Frinnerin. Finnerin, sorry about that, EJ. Brad Hipwell. Thomas Skato, Keith Hutchinson, Ranger Tom, Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tam, Derek Wagner, Jason Oftenberg, Microcosm Publishing, David Moore, Todd Grosbeck, Chris Barron, Chris, Chris Barron, and a third Chris Barron. I know you don't want to be included, but too bad. Yeah, you're being included, Chris. Sean Baird, Simon, Gregory Braithwaite, Ryan Morrow, Jimmy Diesel, Dude Luna, Matthew Rooks, Kaka! Marshall, Paula at Funitake Cyclecraft. Philip M., Spartan Dale, no relation. Mr. T., who never really left. Bike Initiative, Kiwana, Sarah G. Adam D., Go Dig a Hole, and Beth Hammond, and all of our former donors who helped us get this far. Now brush your teeth. And go to bed. <laughs>